Hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Toxic Diaries podcast. It's been it's been a long long week. <laughs> you know, I know you guys miss us, but we're back. Mm-hmm. Your toxic siblings are back. Back and better. And guess what we're talking about this week, guys? We're talking about setting boundaries. Boundaries are a thing a lot of us struggle with setting with our friends, our families, our partners. And today, we're trying to figure out why we can't set boundaries. No, why I can't set them. You're good with boundaries. I think I think I think I've gotten better at setting boundaries. I think in recent years I've gotten really good at setting boundaries. <laughs> you know, you know what's going on in my life right now, friend. And mm-hmm. over the last three weeks, it's been hard to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think are personal boundaries? What do you what do I think are personal boundaries? Yes. What are personal boundaries? Stuff you can't tolerate, right? Mm-hmm. Just things you can't deal with personal boundaries are like guidelines rules and limits a person creates to identify like reasonable safe ways for other people to behave towards them so what do you do if somebody disrespects your boundary so if someone disrespects your boundary you have to cock your hand all the way back and just swing <laughs> and knock them in the face <laughs> have you ever done that um, we're not even going to talk about that for now. Medical school. If someone disrespects your personal boundary, you have to sit and have like a conversation with them and let them know that they've crossed the line, and there are changes that need to occur, or you're about to walk out of their lives. You're gonna put on your best heels and walk out of their lives. You gotta let them know. So I like boundaries because boundaries make things clear. So if someone does something to you further down the line, like you can let them know, okay, this I'm letting you know that this is not acceptable. And this is what we will accept. This is what I will accept moving forward. So unless you can treat me how I want to be treated, I'm fine having you take a back seat or... Mm -hmm being on a little probation for a little bit, we're just not going to talk and be all chummy until we can be on good terms again, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you establish your boundaries as you go with people or do you, well, yes. with me, you never had like a, a conversation where you sat down in the beginning and said, mm-hmm. these are my boundaries. Yeah. So I don't do conversations in the beginning. I, when you cross a line, that's when I have the conversation. I've never had to like have a have a sit down conversation with you because like based on what I've seen, you haven't crossed any of my boundaries. Because you know, you know, I have the the main one, the physical boundary. I don't like. Of course. I don't like yeah. the touchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you don't touch me. I don't touch you, and we're good. Unless unless like I ask for a hug. So um, I just wanted to quickly go over some type of boundaries for our viewers, right? So um, there are six main types of boundaries. There are material boundaries that deal with your stuff. Like if material boundaries help you determine whether you give or lend things, such as money, cars, clothes, and those things. And then there are physical boundaries that pertain to personal space, privacy, and your body. There are mental boundaries that apply to your thoughts, your values, and your opinions. There are emotional boundaries that distinguish allowing yourself to be responsible 
for other people's emotions. That one I'm working on. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like healthy emotional boundaries are supposed to help you or prevent you from giving advice, blame, or accepting blame and blaming people, you know? Oof, 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 oof. Let me trash talk on somebody real quick. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. No. But I was in a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm the type of person to, to feel guilty often. Mm-hmm. I know I'm the type of person to feel guilty often. Mm-hmm. I do something and I'm, I feel guilty all the time, mm-hmm. which is not good. But there was a situation where I gave advice mm-hmm. to a person and then it just went to crap. And then I felt like crap because I felt mm-hmm. like... Um, and then there was also a situation where I wasn't acting like my best self. And I'll admit mm-hmm. that I, I did do something wrong. Mm-hmm. But the response that was prompted from the other person was way bigger than what it that was necessary it was uh-huh. way bigger than what necessary and i didn't understand it at the time and i was mm-hmm. really upset at myself mm-hmm. and, and i mean i felt horrible for like months on it but then it took about a year to come to the realization that it wasn't just entirely my fault and i wasn't just a horrible human being for doing what i did oh and I learned my to forgive God. Myself. let me tell you something that connects to that one because mm-hmm. you know i i made a move maybe like not a move but like a departure. I departed from mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. two, maybe a month or so ago. And like, I felt guilty for a little bit. <laughs> but like, I still think about it. So maybe, maybe I'm not completely over it. But like, I do feel guilty. I like feel a little, I felt a little guilty at the start because I'm like you kind of gave them a warning but you didn't give them a full warning and like that's shitty but then Mm -hmm. now I realize that I needed to allow myself to be happy and even if they're unhappy because of the situation your happiness comes first and you wish the best for these people but you moved on and or you are currently moving on and I I, honest to god I wish the best for these people but it's like you were on un- you were so unhappy in this situation and it's not that they were making me unhappy i was just not happy so i needed to move on and like <laughs> my moving on was abrupt mm-hmm. but i don't feel guilty anymore the next boundary is sexual boundary which protects your comfort level with sexual touch and activity what where when and with whom i haven't had any issues with this one <laughs> me neither <laughs> Well, I guess I have had an issue with that one because people be touching me on the trains. (laughs) Really? People be touching me on the trains. Inappropriately? Yes. Did I not tell you? Um, One time Mm -hmm. I was waiting for my friend at the train station, Forest Mm -hmm. Hills 71st Avenue. Mm -hmm. um, And this man comes up to me and he starts like touching my hip. And he's like, not just like not like touching it but he was talking about um selling victoria's secret like panties at his house and he or like shorts and he was like oh like they're this length they're that length and he was like touching like my hip right here um well you guys can't see but he was touching my hip and showing me like the length of the shorts on my body and being like do you want to come like do you want to go Um, And then I was like, I'm waiting for my friend. And then my friend came and she actually saw him there because he was still there. 
I'm mm. six foot three and I would die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, I can't imagine. How, how did you feel during that? Very uncomfortable. I, I'm like, shit. I was like, okay. But also, there was not many people at the train station. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like, I didn't. Because you never know in these situations, like, what the other person's going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm yes, because he could have been crazy. Uh-huh. So I'm never the type to, like, and be like, girl, you coming with me. Yeah, so I never want to, like, God. go and be aggressive right off the right? bat. And, like, don't start be screaming, don't be touching me. And he just punches mm-hmm. you or something. So I'm just like, God. I'm good, sir. <laughs> and thank God my friend showed up because I was getting creeped out. And then... <laughs> Another time, I was with the same friend in Ooh, the train you car. you need to stop hanging out with this friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was in You need to tell this friend it's time to go. <laughs> and it was a crowded train, so I was sitting down mm-hmm. on the seat. Mm-hmm. And a, an older, like, bigger man came in, and he sat to my left. Um, and he was squished right he was squished right next to me mm-hmm. um which I don't I didn't think that was like assault or anything because it's a crowded mm-hmm. train so I should expect mm-hmm. people invading my my personal space mm-hmm. but I noticed soon that his elbow was digging like right into um the side of my breast oh, <laughs> oh I don't like the word breast. His elbow was <laughs> digging out of my boob. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was just breathing at first, that mm-hmm. his elbow was, like, going up and down on mm-hmm. my skin. But then I realized that I... Oh, my God. <laughs> but then I realized, like, that's that pressure is a little too much for, like, just breathing. So I think he was like rubbing his elbow up against me in circles and then he started breathing mad heavy oh my god i I, I don't know my friend said it was sexual assault i don't i don't know maybe he just didn't notice wow do you i don't know it sounds a little assaulty if his it does if he started breathing heavy and rubbing his elbows Against your boob. Oh my god. I mean, it wasn't like on it. Like it was. It was like to the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got some right. side boob action. Yeah, That's very crazy. uncomfortable. And it's like I know. I started noti- noticing it mm-hmm. after a while of it happening. Jeez. Like a while. What's a while? Because like you can. This. I can tell that this is like a traumatizing experience because like you can like you have this memory and you're like he was sitting to the left of me like you can remember what was happening <laughs> yeah it was a very unusual experience so that's that oh my, God, my boundaries were crossed several times and i am so sorry that you experienced that like it's fine i've just never had these experiences mm-hmm. so I, my sexual boundaries is i've really never been crossed Mm-hmm. But I'm so sorry. You're nice, good that. for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can't really. Um, it wasn't. That, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like I know people. People have gone through way worse stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this was. This, this was a, a minuscule thing. 
the next boundary is spiritual boundaries. So, and these relate to your beliefs and experiences in connection with God and a higher power. I've never had this boundary crossed either. I think a lot of people respect other people's beliefs, not everyone, but I think a lot of people do respect other people's beliefs and realize that, um, you know, you oh, can... no, I always get slide shade for not being Christian. I'm just <laughs> Who be shading you? Not you, certainly. <laughs> um, I, I ain't shade you. You're not going to get me canceled. I'd be like, I pray that I pass this test. You're like, oh, I thought she don't believe in God. <laughs> um, well, just to let you guys know, Severus agnostic. And uh, as you guys know, we've been together for, we've been (laughs) together, we've been sitting, (laughs) we've been in the same classes for like three years, right? So, and sometimes we would sit next to each other and Severa would be like, oh, I pray, I pass this test. I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) Um, Who you pray? It's fine. It's fine. But I mean to shade you, though. This is the episode I realized that you cross all my boundaries. <laughs> and me at the beginning of the episode, also, Barry, you haven't crossed any of my boundaries. We're completely fine. Oh my goodness. I'm moving forward. I'll be better. I'm gonna be better. Oh, it's fine. I don't mind it at all. <laughs> So, Samara, when do you think it's time to set boundaries? To me, I think it would be weird to do it in the beginning of a relationship. Mm. Like, if you're just starting to be friends with somebody, mm-hmm. you don't, I wouldn't know when to have that official sit down talk and be like, these are my boundaries. So I'd say just, you go along as time goes, right? And then mm-hmm. if, if an issue comes up, that, that's when you discuss it. I think the same thing. Um as I said earlier, I don't set boundaries from jump. Um, if I realize that there's some things like that you're doing and I don't like it, I'll let you know, you know, I don't like that. And I would like if you make changes because I just don't like that and I don't feel comfortable. I think a lot of people overlook when, overlook at the signs of when to set boundaries because like, when you feel like you're being taken advantage of, that's a time to, to, to set boundary. When you start to not trust someone, that's a time to set boundary. Like, if your partner won't allow you to go out <laughs> with anyone other than them, that's a time to start to set boundaries. I think a lot of people don't know the times to set boundaries, and I'm going to let you guys know some of those times right now. Ooh, so. Okay. If you feel like your space or privacy is being interrupted, that's the time to slow down and have a conversation. <clears throat> if you feel uncomfortable or angry with someone, that's probably a time to start. That's definitely a time to start setting boundaries. Like, Sabara, have you ever felt uncomfortable or angry with someone and, like, had to set a boundary? Like, Mm-mm-mm, this is not, this, this stops here. Um, I believe I've provided plenty of examples of previous <laughs> me feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, other than that, I wouldn't say I, I had experiences like that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I have had instances where something was done, and, and I said, "I can't do this. I can't do this no more. I can't I'm, do this no more. I'm gonna walk out of your life." <laughs> um, <laughs> How about you? 
I don't think so. Well, I have, but like in, in the instant, I can't recall, recall anything. Mm. But well, you know, I told you earlier, touching is a big thing for me. I just like don't like unwarranted touches. Like if I didn't ask for you to touch me, why, why is your hands on me? Like, yeah. it's just like a thing. And I've always had that issue since, since I was younger. Mm. Yeah, I remember. I wonder how I found out that issue. Like, I wonder if I ever touched you and you were just like, ooh, don't touch me. Because <laughs> I, I remember you would always say like, I don't like people when people touch me. I don't maybe you did touch me and I just don't know about it. Um, maybe I just <laughs> mm, have that underlying... That don't sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just have underlying intimacy issues that I have to work on. Ooh, but That's a future episode. <laughs> episode six. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, um, maybe. Um, other, other times when you need to know to set boundaries is like you're being blamed for something you know you didn't do. Um, that's happened to me before and I had to be like, put a stop to it. Like, "Mm -mm, I didn't do it. And so I have this person who I, I see every day and it's like, I know this person doesn't take accountability for their actions. So they always find someone else to blame. And it's like, Mm -mm. sometimes it's just gonna be like no you gotta you gotta stop like don't you're not gonna put this blame on me because you're gonna affect me by Mm -hmm. putting this blame on me so no keep it over there you're the one who made this decision you you keep it over there because this is not gonna end well for either of us if you blame it on me because i'm gonna be like (laughs) no i ain't doing and then you're gonna look a fool you're gonna look a mess yeah next thing if you ever feel disrespected insulted or hurt or you feel bullied abused or someone is being aggressive can we talk about how getting bullied by your friends is a thing like that's (laughs) i feel like that's happened to me but a lot of times people say like friends friends make fun of each other Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between like crossing a line that's happened to me before i think it was a combination of just me being overly sensitive at that time Mm -hmm. because i was very young and I was just way more sensitive than I am now. Mm-hmm. And these people just had no spare on my feelings. I would come home after hanging out and like cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have I I just think... left. Hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I was no. about to say like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I no. need to find these friends. No, no, no. No, not at all. This was a while ago. Mm-hmm. This was a while ago. I think a lot of people me included don't realize that like some jokes just aren't funny <laughs> some jokes aren't funny and i really wasn't you're... talking about you friend it's fine <laughs> oh no because uh, uh, no, i'm about to say something some jokes aren't funny and like if you're gonna be mean and try and bully me then just don't talk to me because <laughs> i i honestly Severa, i don't know where the line is so like you do no no no. i'm saying in when responding i don't know where the line is so if you say something to me i'm gonna hurt your feelings sometimes i'd be having arguments with people in my head is that what you guys your pastime honestly friend uh, you know toxic 24 7 and like (laughs) i'll be having arguments with people in my head i'm like don't say that (laughs) Mm -hmm. why are you talking about this person don't do that a lot of times you just you just tease each other Mm mm-hmm but then sometimes that teasing goes too far. You just got, I guess you just got to kind of sense what the other person can handle. Sometimes that teasing can just be straight up putting the other person down. So then when you say that kind of hurt my feelings, 
they'll be like, oh, it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. You can't take a joke. So then you start to question yourself. Am I, I too soft? Like, I guess I'm just too soft and I can't take a good joke. I gotta mm-hmm. lighten up. But if something hurts your feelings, like it hurts your feelings. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel bad. And that's what I learned over time. I didn't know that then, which I was too sensitive. But <laughs> <laughs> I was too sensitive, but you, you gotta trust your feelings. So if it's just straight up a put down and you don't feel good hanging out with these people, then you don't. <laughs> just don't. It changed now, by the way. I should say. Mm-hmm. I still talk to them sometimes. And they're cool people. Like in ninth grade, I would really take everything to heart. So <laughs> a lot of it was just me being super sensitive. They're the type of people to kind of yeah. like fun at you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you yeah, like, girls. if you if you want to hang out, then you got to You really got to toughen up. Hit back with the word. You, you've turned into that girl. You know what? I think I think they've contributed to mm-hmm. my growth in that respect a lot, which I really appreciate it. I look back at some of that stuff and now I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think some bullying is necessary. No, you I, know what? I think you're right. I, I think, think you're right. I think sometimes when some things happen and it, it might come across as bullying, it, it might be bullying and I'm not telling you guys <laughs> to not like, to not snip it in the butt and tell these people to stop. But like when things come up that hurt your feelings, you got to allow it to make you stronger. You got to mm-hmm. be like, this hurt my feelings. Why did it hurt my feelings? What can I do to change this situation in mm-hmm. my favor. I'm not going to sit down and let this thing hinder me. And right. even though, because I can't control what these people over here say about me. Mm-hmm. I can't. What, what their opinion of me shouldn't matter to me. So why is it bringing me down? Exactly. So you have to work on it, at it. And I think some, some, some trials, some people are supposed to come into our lives to teach us lessons. I think the universe, I think God. No, you're <laughs> right. People and situations into our lives to teach us lessons and help us grow. And I think those people were brought in your life to make you grow. Right. I think so too. And <laughs> it sounds harsh, but honestly, some bullying is helpful because mm-hmm. it, it, it really toughens you up. I'm sure everyone's gotten teased in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it's toughened us up. So before I started learning how to set boundaries, I really didn't know what what made me upset. Like things would happen and then I would just get upset, but I never realized why it made me upset. So it wasn't until I identified my boundaries that I actually learned, oh, hmm, this hurt your feelings or you need to... It wasn't until I identified my boundaries and started knowing what boundaries... are that I actually realized that, you know, this, this was sideways. This person came at you sideways and moving forward, we're not going to allow them to come at us sideways anymore because that's annoying. Mm-hmm. And then you have to com- com- communicate your boundaries and your expectations clearly, calmly, and consistently to people. And with that, if you are clear, concise, and straightforward people are more likely to listen to you and be like okay these are the things that i'm doing wrong or this is how i'm offending this person and i need to stop and when you have conversations with people don't blame them about the things that they're doing come at them with um be assertive but don't be rude just be like this is what occurred and this is how it made me feel and Moving forward, I need you to make changes that can positive, positively affect our relationship. 
that can make me happier and make you happier and allow mutual respect. And if you have these conversations and your boundaries are not respected, evaluate your options and take action, which a lot of people find it hard to do. And that, you know, y'all gonna, just in this podcast, you're gonna learn that I'm not opposed to leaving people behind. <laughs> I think so, we been knew that when you said you had one friend and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, one of my friends got angry that I said that. One of my other friends, she's like, she commented on the podcast and she said, I would like you to know that you don't only have one friend. You have more friends, and we love yeah. you. Aww. We're just in different countries right now. <laughs> um, That's really sweet. Yeah, I had um, a couple of friends do that, too. They were like, you know, I'm your friend, too, right? I was mm. like, oh, that's sweet. Sometimes you just got to learn that it's it might be time to go. You It might be time to let people... You gotta cut them out of your life. Like Severa, have That's you way easier? So are you saying cutting people out of your life is way easier than like having actually having conversations? No, I'm saying saying that you should be able to cut people out of your life mm-hmm. with oh, ease if they disrespect mm-hmm. you or they disrespect the boundaries. Way easier said than done. It's way easier said than <laughs> done. Because you know, because you. you love your friends and you love the people you're close to. Friend. I'm telling you, before I made this grand departure, I was in this situation for a year-ish, nine months to a year, give or take a few months. I was in that situation unhappy, and I'm like, you should move on from these people. And they're like, no, you're going to miss them. You love them. They're amazing. And then it wasn't until I got not fed up because they didn't really do anything that like that I got fed up it's just like I just realized you're unhappy and you are not putting yourself first and it's like why why are you gonna be in this situation where you're unhappy and you're not putting yourself first I get that you love these people and it was hard to walk away from one of these people in particular because I still love her (laughs) and I, I, I maybe one, I keep saying, no, it's not going to happen, but like maybe one day, like we can, uh, when we both grow as people, we can possibly like reconcile, but like uh, not until we grow as people and become less selfish. I'm not calling you selfish, sweetheart. Um. (laughs) Become less selfish as two seconds ago, you say I gotta put myself first. <laughs> no, you're coming for me. No, well, those are different things. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself first is not being selfish. I don't think. No, right? No. <laughs> Putting yourself first is not being selfish. Mm-mm. It's your life. You put yourself first. And you have to live your life. Mm-hmm. So, if someone doesn't respect your boundary and you realize, you know, I might need to move on from this person. First, you have to decide if your boundaries are negotiable. You have to identify what you're willing to accept. Because, you know, some things you just might, you might be willing to accept somebody talking down to you, you know? Somebody talking bad about you. You might be willing to accept that. If that's something you're willing to accept and willing to compromise your feelings and compromise your ideals for, then... If that's something you want to do, you want to negotiate that boundary, you definitely can. I wouldn't, but if you're willing to compromise some of your boundaries just to make your relationship run smoothly, do that. But 
it shouldn't be something that's like crazy too big where you're going to start to resent the person because resentment leads to anger and you don't want that <laughs> clouding your mind and clouding your life if you get to the point where you start resenting people it might be time to move on it's important to speak on issues mm-hmm. that bother you when they come up mm-hmm. and when when those instances arise it just take some time and think about it um and for some people you can record the boundaries violation toward what happened and how you responded and if you see that these boundaries are constantly being violated then you know that you need to make changes you know mm-hmm. like if if you think mm, this is not ending well for me and this keeps happening to me you might need to come out and be like, you know what, friend, you know what, mother, you know what, father, you know, you know, what, brother, you know, what, sister, you know, what person in my life, this is affecting me and I just can't deal with it. So I'm going to detach from you because things are becoming toxic and resentment and anger is building up. And you know, Severa, have you ever had to detach from someone? Not that I can remember right now, no. Yeah. Mm. Well, when you detach from someone, it's like you're, you're shifting. You're not completely cutting them off, but you're like shifting. You're, st- you're not trying to change them anymore. You're letting them know that I'm moving. I am taking some time away from you. And I'm not forcing you to change, but if you want me to be in your life, these are th- some things I need you to do. These are ways I need you to change. And if you can do that for me, then we're just not going to be together. We're just not going to be friends. And if, and if someone values you as a friend, values you in their life, they will try, you know? Because mm-hmm. you don't have to sit with disrespect all your life. Honestly, people. You do not have to sit with disrespect. Like most people choose to stay in relationships where their friends, family, and partners are disrespecting them because they are afraid of saying something and ending up being alone. But yeah. Severa, <laughs> I've said this before. I'm fine being alone. <laughs> I think I think um a lot of people are afraid of uncertainty. Because mm-hmm. people are people are generally just afraid of uncertainty and uncertain situations. That's why we always crave security in everything we do. Mm-hmm. We we crave a secure job. We crave a secure family environment. We crave friends, mm-hmm. secure friends we can rely on in case something happens or in in case things go bad. We can feel secure. Feel like someone's there. But this other book I was reading that was given to me by the wise man is really good and there he says that a lot of us aren't afraid of uncertainty but we have to learn to embrace the uncertainty because out of uncertainty arise our greatest accomplishment i don't remember if he says that last part for sure but i think yes basically a lot of good things can come out of uncertainty because we can't oh yeah he mentions how always being comfortable in life leads you nowhere mm-hmm. so we're so afraid of uncertainty that we we stay comfortable we we stay in comfortable relationships we stay in comfortable friendships we stay at comfortable positions at our job even yeah. though we hate it because we have jo- the job security but we got to learn to embrace the uncertainty and just just take that leap of faith because mm-hmm. it, it leads us to the best scenarios and that's what results in growth. You can't have growth without a period of unbalance. 
I can understand that because it was it was at the times in my life when I thought I had when I had the most uncertainty when God showed up for me. You know, and I'm I'm a kid preaching about God. I love Can't him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was at the times in my life when I had I didn't know where things were going to go. I didn't know what was going to happen when something shifted for me and brought me joy. So guys, sometimes you might need to just allow allow yourself to be afraid. Allow yourself to be uncertain. The only thing certain in life is that other than that, you just don't don't roll with the punches, but like when you get punched Allow some of them to roll off your your back and just keep on pushing. Um, and I think like when you fall into that uncertainty, like you you become free. Mm-hmm. You get you become free from the things that hold you down. Cause like you get you don't you worry become, anymore. You, you become free to make your own choices because as humans, like we have, we're allowed to make choices and be uncomfortable for a period of time. I think a lot of people don't like being uncomfortable. So they push themselves into these situations where you might not be getting treated the best. And it might be at work. Right. It might be in some relationships. Your boundaries could be bro- be constantly broken in relationships, but they are so comfortable with mm-hmm. being with someone and not being alone or having family around them or having friends around them that they'll overlook the bad treatment. But mm. as as people, I want you to remember, you are free to make choices that can positively impact you. We are slowly convincing you guys to cut everyone out of your lives <laughs> <laughs> so you become just like us. <laughs> Be as toxic as us. You know, I'm telling you, we're all toxic siblings. Because I'm telling you, everyone has the, that little toxic stuff in the back of their mind and like, we all... <laughs> fight every day to keep it down but i'm telling you let it go be <laughs> toxic put yourself first some people might be upset in at when you first go into putting yourself first but you know what they'll get over it i'm seeing that happen right now people you say things you tell people stuff and you know what they either get over it and i hope they get over it but it will make them stronger and it will make you stronger it will certainly will final thoughts right on setting boundaries i want you to know or i ask of you to stop justifying people's bad behavior that is a hard one because we don't want to leave people behind and because we don't want to be the bad guy we allow other people to stick around in our lives. But like, if they're treating you bad, you gotta move on from that and allow yourself to be happy. Like, you can't allow people to treat you any way they please. You you gotta let people know that they're not exceptions to the rule. If this is how I wanna be treated, this is how I want you to treat me. Because you're my friend. That does not mean you get a pass to, to down me, you know? And when you guys get to this place and have this mindset, I want you guys not to blame yourself for things going wrong when you decide, I'm not telling y'all to cut people off, but like when really? you decide um... to detach, when you decide to set boundaries, don't blame yourself if people don't take it well. 
because everybody's not going to take it well. Because if you've gone years without setting boundaries and all of a sudden you start setting boundaries and start realizing, uh, uh-uh, you're not going to treat me like this. Some people aren't going to accept it. Some people are going to be mad, but you know what? Allow them to be mad and be like, mm, mm, you can move, you can go, you can go. And don't feel shame if you have one friend left, because I don't. <laughs> I love all my friends. I have a there lot of friends. There you go, saying you got one friend again. You're going to get a lot of people pissed off. No, I, I have multiple friends. But when I say friend, I'm talking about closeness. Some people I am really close to, and... It's when when the ones that are really close, when I have to detach from those people, that's when that's when I say I have one friend left. Like I have one person left that knows everything about me. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or knows a good amount about me that mm-hmm. I've had I've had in right. my life for years. That's a yeah, that's a good that's a good um it's a good way to, to say that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not ashamed that I only have one person left in my life that knows a lot about me because you know what? I really like her. <laughs> and she's nice. So <laughs> So I'm gonna keep this one around. And final thoughts, right? Don't, do not start doubting your decisions to walk out of people's lives. And I'm going to drop the mic right there. And I'm going to give Severa a chance to talk about that one. Like I said, it's important to learn to not doubt our emotions and not doubt our decisions. I'm the last person that's supposed to be saying that because I'm the most indecisive person you'll ever meet. But I'm trying to fix that. It's it's a good thing to come to a decision and stick by it. It is. And and, and own and own up to it. Cause honestly, you might miss your friends, you might miss your family, but you bring them back in your life, unless they choose to change, they're gonna come back with the same behavior. So cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. You miss the memories, not the people. Push those memories out of your mind and move. Keep it pushing. You're going to be better for it. And on that note, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. See you guys next Toxic Thursday.